Hi, welcome to the Open Micro Podcast, starring <laughs> yours truly, Nick James. Now, the whole point of this podcast is literally just talk to the people on the very bottom of the creative ladder. Oh, well, maybe that <laughs> might be a bit insulting for some of our guests. So we'll just say young professionals just sort of figuring it out. You know, maybe some people are on their way to figuring it out. Maybe some people aren't. But they all have one thing in common. They've all been to at least one open mic before. Either comedy, music, or sometimes some young people might try to book some of these comics at at some of these like open mic situations, and they're trying to become bookers themselves. And in a, in a way, they're like, I don't even know what to call them, open bookers. I don't know. I'm getting away from myself here. Anyway, I have my first guest here. He's a cool guy. He hangs out uh, the comedy scene a lot. He even has his own. A little comedy venture called Snail Haven, but I'll let him tell you guys a lot more about that. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself there, sir? Hey, I'm Nick Corey, and it's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to have you here. All right, so I was just about, uh, before we started recording, uh, I was just about to fire up this uh, pathetic excuse of a joint I already started smoking. Uh, And you were telling me about the cup method? No, the no, cup. Oh it? yeah. Well, in college, uh, I didn't. I don't think I did it in my house, my apartment. But uh, this guy who was a great musician put a cup taped to his uh, <laughs> um, uh, fire alarm, <laughs> which which made it so smoke could not get to it. Which of course could be. Oh, that's right above us, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's probably. I mean, well, who knows. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I had a, not a roommate, but one of the ladies that would always hang out with her. She'd drive the joint in your lap. <laughs> I did drop it. Loser. <laughs> it's my first time smoking. Ah, uh, dude. I know for a fact that's a lie. Anyway, <clears throat> anyway uh, there was this lady who would always hang out with us uh, in our hallway, Brooke, and she was, she was such a bitch. She would, like, <laughs> smoke cigarettes in our apartment and then blow the smoke like at the smoke detector just to prove that they didn't work uh-huh. and we're all like Brooke no she's like ha ha watch yeah uh, Derek read it it never went out but she never like puffed a whole lot of smoke so she it didn't te- go off yeah she was so just she was teasing right. us so she made you guys look like right fools yeah and she was like a really tall woman too so she was like really nice. she was like next to it you know what's she up to these days uh, I don't know. She dropped out. Uh, she dropped out of that college anyway. Like a, about like a year in. Is that? But maybe good. Good for her. Uh, I guess. Yeah. She kind of fell. She kind of fell out of the friend group a little bit. Not uh-huh. really much to her own fault. Just you know, she was a she was a tad sassy, which tad sassy. which I didn't mind because she was kind of hot. But like uh, there was this one <laughs> other guy in the group. Yeah. Who did mind it? Like uh. You know, and, and one night he got, like, blackout drunk and, like, thought she was talking shit and, like, I guess, like, tried to fight her. Mm-hmm. But, like, she already ran inside the, the building or whatever. And then that, I guess that was it. She's like, fuck this. I'm going back to Maine. <laughs> That's cool. Maine. Maine's great. You're Connecticut? Yeah, yeah. Right? From Connecticut. Yeah. And all this happened when I was in New Hampshire. So, uh, what state? What, what uh, college? Keene State. That's, uh, that's a, they have a college town, right? Uh, yeah. 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 It was. Is it, it Keen? Yep. The town of Keen? Yeah. Keen with an E at the end, folks. I know it's silent. And this American Irish, audience can Irish town? Ah, uh, possibly. There was, a, there was a lot of there was a lot of white people there. They were very pale. Sure. So well, that's was, New England. 
Yeah, the, I think there you was at least... Connecticut. I did. White Connecticut or just a little more diverse Connecticut? Don't you... White Connecticut, completely. don't you mean just Connecticut? Not for the most part, yeah. Uh, Except for, like, four cities. Yeah, yeah, there's there's weird pockets of, like... No, what, like what makes the pockets weird? Uh, what? Well, it's not weird. It's just... <laughs> I guess just the spacing of it, I guess. Because there'll just be pockets of, like... Just like like you'll just be driving through classic small town America, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, clearly you know like just clearly Caucasian, you know like and then you'll just happen to cross over into the Jamaican like a t- part of town or just like a town that's just you know filled with Jamaicans, and it'll go from like just regular businesses like McDonald's, Shake Shack, whatever, Domino's, and the uh, and then turn into. Mama Cross a jerk chicken or and something like actually like, good food. No, no, yeah, like actually, like they they salt that shit like super well. Um, they salt it well. Yeah, yeah, all the spices, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, oddly enough, I never see anyone in those places, but they never went out of business, not even during COVID. So I would uh, like, I know when you see barber shops like that, it's usually a front for something. Uh, but what what are barber shops usually fronts for? Uh, usually dudes just selling cocaine, like, after yeah. hours, really. Like, like if you ever just see a barber shop with its lights open, like, at 8 o'clock, you know, like... <laughs> what, uh, what hairstyle would be the code for coke? Uh, I don't know. I, like, all, all I know is that, like, you know, I, one time I was talked into giving my friend a ride, and he didn't tell me it was to a coke deal, and then I'm just sitting in there... Like, wondering, why is he arguing with Jamaicans for? And then he comes out, like, with a bag. And I'm like, oh, you son of a bitch. You did it. <laughs> and this is in Connecticut? This was in... Or uh, this is New Hampshire? Uh, this is in Connecticut. I'm not going to say which town. Because that would be giving away too many information. By the way, none of this happened. Deniability. Prank yeah. caller. Prank caller. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so... I probably should start asking you real questions, huh? Yeah, uh, yeah you're just the one interviewing me it. at this point. I, I flipped it naturally. Yeah, I got Yeah, see, see, this is what I'm talking about. This guy is smooth as butter. You know, <laughs> I like him. This is a good first guest. Uh, but all right, so, so you run the Snail Haven. Now, yeah. can you explain to everyone what Snail Haven is uh, and where you got the name from? So, Snail Haven is an open mic in my backyard slash other spots in town. And I have people DM me for the address, and then I give it to them uh, through Instagram. And uh, the name came from uh, the fact that there were a lot of snails in my backyard, and I was just thinking of things that rhymed with it. And I, I, I guess that's how I picked Snail Haven, but I already forget. <laughs> so I think that, I think that's the story of Snail Haven. Are there still snails in that backyard? There are, yeah, but every once in a while we, like, I I think, I, you would know if you step on one, because it's just going to crack. Oh, there's a crunch? Yeah, especially if you hit one. you want to step on them more. I know, it's like an acorn, but it also is a being, you know what I mean? Mm. I mean, (laughs) an acorn is a future tree. That's true. Basically, aborting a tree fetus every time you... Uh, you win that one. Yeah, I don't think anyone won that conversation. I might delete that part of the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, but uh, the, it's based off of, uh, this is really great, there was this great group of guys called Shithole in Chicago, and they would do these shows every Sunday, and mm. they would do the same thing. I'm sealing this. Like, they, they send us, D, like, DM us for the address, and it would be on, they had a Sunday show, and... 
Uh, music it or be, also comedy? It would be mostly comedy, oh. varying forms of comedy, but like there'd be musicians in there. Hmm. And then like some improv because it's Chicago. And they'd have like 10 people, maybe eight people go up. And like this guy uh, was always just like, he would open each one with this, this is um, like, don't be on your phone. Don't talk. Don't heckle, whatever. And uh, it was very rapid fire, which is how I tried to do Snail Haven 2, no bullshit. And um, I just thought it was a really cool idea. And, and I mean, I don't, I'm definitely not the only one who does this type of thing. And I'm definitely not the one who does this most successfully as well. There's some other definitely cool uh, backyard shows that happen here as well. Oh, yeah. You know, I would imagine, you know, this this being Austin, another another place where a lot of people do that sort of thing, you know, mm-hmm. music, comedy, and all mm-hmm. that good stuff. But, you know, I, and I have to say, I haven't been to too many of these places, but I have been to other, like, backyard-like setups. Like, one last year, I uh, actually went to one that was really fun, where it was actually, we played some baseball. We just had some nice, like, little softball game going. We did some comedy, and then the guy's friend had, like, a barbecue going with, like, the best home-cooked salad I've ever had. Sounds like a bit. Was this in a field? Uh, yeah, it was just in a baseball field behind a high nice. school, and we are all just smoking weed, like, just on the very edge of the school property, so it's not quite illegal, but it probably is. Like, well, it was summer, you know, the kids weren't going to be there. Sure. And this is Connecticut? This was in Connecticut, yes. Gotcha. Yes. Uh, Windsor, Connecticut. Yeah, nothing illegal happening there, so I could say the name. No. <laughs> Yeah, I guess is it um, is it legal here? And in, in, is it legal where we're at right now in Connecticut? Uh, in Connecticut, is it legal? medically and uh, just recently, <clears throat> sorry, medically and recently, just uh, <laughs> recreationally. Yeah. Uh, they just haven't built any. They've built medical dispensaries, but not like any rec dispensaries. That's mm-hmm. that's uh, that's just a technicality issue and all the zoning and then people like trying to work out deals with banks or whatever. Because I usually used to work at a medical dispensary and. Uh, money handling is so sketchy. Like they would basically yeah. hand the money to me, and then be like, "All right, um, can you drive like an hour and twenty minutes down to Essex to find the one bank that'll take yeah. straight up cash deposits from yeah. us?" Cause the whole that, that, that stuff was weird. annoying. Oh yeah, they would they would you know uh, compensate me for gas and if I wanted to stop at McDonald's along the mm-hmm. way or whatever. But it was like, and did you have a lot of money at that point? Like, were you carrying a lot of money? Uh, they never gave me, like, exact amounts, but, like, yeah, it was usually, like, you know, not, not too much. Like, it was four digits. The, Col- the Colorado ones back, like, in 2013 to, like, I don't know, I mean, it only got more throughout until now. They would, like, be carrying $300 million to, like, a bank that would accept it. And, like, it's the girl that works, the who owns the dispensary, not, like... Someone equipped to deal with, like, people who might be interested in stealing oh, $300 yeah. million. So that's, that's, like, you need, like, your own armed escort. Mm-hmm. You know? Those trucks. That's what those trucks are, right? Those, like, oh, yeah. your truck, whatever it is. The It's, like, the... Well, yeah, yeah, that That's what, oddly enough, what they would use to deliver products and whatnot. And, like, sometimes... And then sometimes there would actually be, like, some armored car people coming by. But, like, like if it was, like, small deposits or whatever... They would just, instead of, like, tacking it on to, like, the next time the armored car guy would come around to take the cash, mm-hmm. they'd be like, hey, Nick, do you want to waste uh, put some wear and tear on your car for today for $15 an hour? And Not really. It's like, Here, here's $1,000, something we could have easily sat on, but we need coins for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, uh, 
or dispensary. That job kind of sucked, actually, now that I think about it. That's um, cool, though. I wanted to work in a dispensary back in, like, 2018 to, like, 19, or, like, 20. I was kind of trying to do it before I moved to Chicago. Uh, oh, you lived in Chicago. Oh, that makes sense. You're talking about Chicago. Huh? Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm from Rhode Island, and after I graduated in 2017, I was interested in getting away from my advertising job and doing more, like... Just literally pruning, like like uh, trimming weed, and like listen to podcasts. Wanted to do that and just like trim for like eight hours a day, and got jobs and and then wanted to move up and like either design packaging or you know like really understand how growing plants work as well as like the systems that are set up. And I probably could have been good in like certain project management systems too mm-hmm. it, it, within the company. But, uh, I think, honestly, every time I did it, they'd be like, why do you, why do you want to work here? Like, you have, you're going to be paid so much less than what you would if you would get, like, you have a college degree in this, in, in digital field, in the digital field, why, and, and so I think, which is, which is kind of fucking lame, like, excuse me, like, I don't, honestly, I shouldn't have put it on, been like, Although that's that's lame. That's that's yeah. a sketch right there. Yeah. It's like someone who complains about going to college has actually been bad for their their career. Oh, for me, a hundred percent. You know, like mm-hmm. a, I'm an English major. I'm like that's who weird. didn't want to be a teacher. Like so. Yeah, so yeah, what, what did, you, did you want to write books? Yeah, that was what I wanted to do. But like, uh, part of it was like my own fault because like I could almost finish a book, mm-hmm. but then like what ends up making me not finish it is either just life getting in the way or me thinking ahead and going you know this is gonna be like a like a lot of effort for like basically no chance is gonna get published so Mm -hmm. actually you know in that case it's actually entirely my fault Uh, (laughs) well i mean it's it's less it's, it's i think like we're at a point i'm at a point where if i'm doing stuff it needs to be less about like what is like what could become of it or what and more about just actually doing it for me anyway like where it's like let's say writing that book like if you feel compelled to write a book you gotta write it and then like if you feel like it's worth getting in the pushing it and trying to sell it to someone or whatever uh, or distribute whatever publish um that's the same thing with movies same thing with I guess it's the same thing in stand-up, too, right? I mean, you're, you're work one, there's the behind-the-scenes working on it, and then there's actually yeah. doing it, recording it, and getting booked to more shows, and uh, all that. All that crap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's another thing. Uh, like, because I'm, I'm still right every day, but it's all jokes. Like, like ever since I did, sta- I did stand-up originally, just to see, like, all right, like, I can't get, like, a fucking writer's workshop together, but I gotta find out if I'm at least, like, compelling, like, in person or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I just sort of got just got seduced by just doing stand up like completely. So in a sense, I'm actually using my English degree more than when I was just trying to write a book. Yeah. Only problem is like now, like I will say, stand up improved my writing overall. But now, unfortunately, I don't like with stand up. I don't have time to actually do the real kind of writing that I know I'm way better at. So again, it's still a hundred percent my fault. Like I'm the classic. Yeah. I'm sabotaging my own college degree here. Like sure, and it, I think it's it's. I think that it's a thing I struggle with, and I think it's a lot of us struggle with. Is that mm. like we do well for like maybe a couple of weeks or a week, or like we get a project done, and then we get back into our patterns of yeah. 
can't fall in love. And I'm listening to Atomic Habits right now, trying to get, trying to just get routine better again. And I'm trying to get a new job. Um, oh yeah, which what, are you, force... what are you doing right now? I work at uh, I work at the Austin Chronicle, oh, a, okay. uh, a reputable news source in Austin, Texas. Um, who, yeah, they've been around since the '80s. Oh, cool, cool, cool company. You're saying this with a sly look on your face. Is this very, like, subtle sarcasm here? No, no, no. I think okay. that they do very important work. No. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> You're not no, convincing I, I, me. I, uh, you know... I understand I think, you don't want to disparage your current job, but... I think we're just, just not... Just blink twice if... We're not, a, we're not a good culture fit for each other, and... Uh, and I want I need to part with them respectfully, so I'll let you know when you can drop this episode. Okay, <laughs> no problem. I'm gonna have to do some editing anyway. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, wow. Uh, well, ass- assume assuming uh, you ever do part ways with them, I may as well continue with this line of questioning. Uh, so, what what was the thing that attracted you to? Well, first of all, what do you do for the Chronicle, and what attracted <laughs> you to the job? I uh, what attracted me was I thought it was going to be a really cool alternative magazine that's like this is all like the cool shit happening in Austin and this is we're all gonna we're, we have cool culture of course like it's not I pictured it a little bit being like how advertising agencies are where they're a little like wow wow uh, but like a little more like cooler but like it's still like a little like it's still it's it just was no one talks <laughs> no one no one it's just not again like I said it's not a culture fit if you like doing your work and head down and and care about the things that they're writing about. I just don't care about a lot of things right now. Um, things are there's too there's so much going on. I, I don't. Yeah. There's so much going on worldwide that caring about a place that I'm in, like trans transiently, is that the right word? Where it's like I'm not going to be here for a long time. Mm. I'd rather work at a place that's organized. And has very strong deadlines so that I can work better and get more of a routine and save save some money, save more money up and try to be more secure and uh, balanced. <laughs> you know what? That's, that's fair. Uh, I feel the exact same way about my job, only uh, ironically enough, you're doing what I actually would prefer to be doing. Mm, I can set you up. Yeah. And introduce to you. I don't think you'll like it. Uh, hey, as long as long as it's like the first step in like, because the end game here is to like be freelance and yeah. make my own schedule remotely yeah. and shit. But I got to work at a, I got to work at a what I'm assuming to be a great and amazing newspaper that's about to lose one of their greatest assets for his own. They might do better reasons. without me. I uh, hope they do. See, I'm willing to sell myself out at this point if it means getting my foot in the rating door. Yeah. I'll, I'll make my own name way down the line. I'm, I'm on my way to possibly doing that as well. Like, I'm talking right now to a really big conglomerate newspaper Ooh, hold, oh. like, company for, like, a job. There you go. And that's crazy. I'm about some like, propaganda. I know, yeah. What are you doing? Yellow journalism. No, just trying to get people to, to buy more papers and digital subscriptions and all that. Uh, okay, so yeah, it's, uh, it's, literal it's, newspaper salesman. Well, it's digital newspaper. I would be... Yeah, I, I used to do a joke in Chicago because it was essentially the same job. And it was like, I'm like the most hated 
I'm the most unknown hated person in Chicago because I'm the person that puts up paywall like for the Chicago Tribune's newspaper. Uh, and so like, for every time someone goes on, they're like, fuck. <sighs> yeah, I'm not going to... No. Well, I wanted to find out, but... God damn it. Sorry, I'll just go into the comments where the yeah. guy and Reddit posted the actual story. Well, that's good. I didn't know people did that. That's pretty smart. Yeah, some people do, you know. Like they're, I support you know, it. Not all heroes wear capes. Some just pay the $5 a month, you know. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I mean, there's possibilities of going <clears throat> upwards and, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, this is what 27 looks like, <laughs> like, yeah. in, in, in between. And trying to be more cognizant of having fun and enjoying what I'm doing. Do you find that it's hard to do that? Uh, in my current job, yeah. I, uh, I, you know, this might be a little embarrassing to admit here, folks, but uh, despite what you may hear, it's not all glamorous as a comedian. Sometimes you have to work a real job. Sometimes mm-hmm. you got to detail cars at a rental car agency across the street from the airport. And That's kind of cool. Is detailing... Uh, yeah, I got to mean? drive Mustangs and shit, but for exactly 20 yards. Like, from really? one end of the garage yeah, to the other. the open road. Yeah, it's like, yeah, they uh, they fired the last couple of people that tried to, like, just take them for a quick spin on the roof. The roof? <laughs> yeah, they were, like, racing Escalades. Like, what are you talking about? It's like three people that, like, I just got finished training them because I, I, I was, like, their boss at one point, which they really didn't like because I literally just started working there and oh. I was already their boss. Uh, and then they're like, you know what, next, next, no, no, lunch break, let's go up to the roof with, like, two or three Escalades, like, brand new ones with, like, 300 miles on them, and just see which one is faster. And they didn't crash anything, but there's cameras up mm-hmm. there, so right away, like, they just got shit-canned. They got what? Just fired. Like, oh. You said shit-canned? Shit-canned, yeah. Oh, do you guys know? You, guys, you never you don't heard? say that across the border. You, you don't, you don't say people, that? For people who don't know where Rhode Island is, we touch Connecticut. Hmm. You know, so close. You would think that, you know, at some point, Probably. some guy from Connecticut would have been in McSquamacate Beach in Rhode Island and said, man, you know, and said that very thing. I got shit-canned today. I got canned today. I know the phrase canned, shit-canned. Yeah, I guess that's more of an egregious firing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically it's just a very blunt way of saying you got fucking fired. You know, like there there it might have even been some yelling. You know, there may have been that walk of shame when you carry your cardboard box down the hallway. You mm-hmm. know, who actually does that? Like, just brings enough personal knickknacks for your office. Um, whatever. I do not. I I have well, a mug with my name on it, and that's it. I mean, that, that's not quite that embarrassing. You could just, like, bring the mug and oh, wait, just wait, wait. walk it with you. The insignia on it is for the Royal Naval Academy. Or for the Naval Academy. Okay. You know, that'd be a little badass. You know, uh, I support the troops. Yeah. You know, that would actually be a good firing if all you had was a coffee mug. Because then, as soon as you're done firing it, you just go back to the break room for one last cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it's like the last bit of coffee in the pot, too. It's an extra fuck you to the place. And just sort of walk out of there sipping it. You know? <laughs> yeah. No fucks given, right? No fucks. I don't know. I'll write that movie scene later. We'll yeah. see. You know, I'm really fixated on this idea. Uh, okay, I should probably ask you another real question, huh? Sure. All right. So, right now, you're putting on shows in your backyard. You're thinking about selling yourself out to a newspaper conglomerate. Yep, making us pay for more of our news in order to get 
you know, in order and to get information. If you care about that stuff, I mean, but everyone's paying for streaming services, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it probably would fix the whole clickbaity situation if, you know, newspapers had a guaranteed source of income, but that's besides the point. Yeah, um, I mean, I guess it's the same, it's kind of fucked the same way, like, the, the restaurant industry is, where it's like, tipping is just, that's the, um, uh, the order, uh, fucking, I forget what the word is. That's the, that's how, that's how, fuck me. Um, I can't remember. Anyway, that's the, whatever. That's that how, tipping that's is what's around yeah, restaurants that's their compensation, as yeah. to what you just said. Yeah. I lost my train of thought, though. No, what were you just saying? Oh, uh, I was good. I was leading into my next question. Uh, that was a nice little aside. Uh, so you're doing all, so you're doing all this. Uh, where do you see yourself in a couple of years? Wait, couple, two years? Yeah. Where does Nick Corey see himself in five <clears throat> years? Five years? Okay, yeah. wait. You can you can take it year I by mean, year if you want. <laughs> Before I I kind of stopped doing stand up. I uh, I had in my um, little binder that my my joke binder we all have, and I in in the career that said the curriculum was, I wrote like a ten a ten year plan or five year. And by by thirty one, I wanted to be uh, doing the White House correspondence dinner, and I think I'm, I, I don't think ambitious. that was going to happen. So maybe writing jokes for one of the guys there. That's know? cool. That could, I mean, in that case, maybe I'll take that as a pass. Um, Put up a paywall for anyone trying to watch the correspondence dinner on YouTube. <laughs> thank God it's free. No, I uh, I definitely will not be. What is my, what do I want to be? I kind of, I guess I want to be producing films and also be stable, <laughs> be mentally stable. Hey, you, you know, well, it's not gonna happen. Just routine that industry. Yeah. No, I know, right? It's crazy hours. Yeah, you gotta be but up people who are there. fucking crazy do well in that industry, it seems. So, but yeah. also level headed. So it's like a balance of both practicality and an yeah, impractical. You can be as crazy industry. as you want, as long as you're a professional up there. Yes, and you're really good at making friends. Good at that, and, I think. And, and apparently, yeah. if you sexually harass women too, <laughs> sorry, it's, that's the old world. That's uh. <laughs> and uh, talk about old Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Man, <laughs> it's just crazy how it took so long. Like it, it's just such an obvious thing because like there's all from since Hollywood from since the beginning of showbiz, it was uh-huh. always been the joke about the casting couch, and then the one time you hear about it, like. You know, actually being a thing, everyone was like, what? Right, well, it's like, this is true. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a messed up industry that, uh, that already not, not the most stable people are entering. Oh, and then yeah. they get taking advantage of other not stable people. Uh, I guess. <laughs> I mean, to Harvey Weinstein's, you know, know, like, you know, all of tree and his Durant, uh, all of Brandon in yeah. his direction. Some of these actresses are really hot. You know? <laughs> I think I think you can be an actor and also not be sad, though. I think that, that oh, yeah. you might be a really good actor, but I think there's also a lot of really bad actors who are also happy. So it doesn't mean just because you're sad doesn't mean you're going to be good. Just because you're happy doesn't mean you're going to be good. Oh, yeah. I like how you just completely tried to change the direction. I honestly... <laughs> trying to get take, take it away from my Harvey Weinstein talk just, just to back to the... Damage the mind control. of the actor. It's uh, what I like talking about. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, we like talking about two different things then. Oh. That's right. 
Okay, no, no. But, yeah, no, like, yeah, but to, I guess to keep it kosher, to keep it uh, serious here. No, I do agree with you. It's, it's, it's the same thing with con- with any creative, you know, entity or whatever, enterprise, I should say. And I can't even use the words right now. With any creative enterprise, like comedians, musicians, less so musicians, I think. And, and actors especially we're all just fu- we got into this because we're crazy and we're needy and we want attention and mm-hmm. a reason to be confident and then maybe we get some of that but it's not enough yeah and hopefully it's... we can be confident without being that's interesting that like we think that by being good at something we're going to be confident but I feel like even if that's true you're probably becoming more confident even while you're getting good and it's less about getting good and more about realizing the capabilities of your body that gives you confidence in your mind as well yeah staying in shape man all that that you that's usually enough to uh you know i gotta pat pat your belly man you know you're not you're not fat it's the winter yeah and it was just thanksgiving yeah still shedding that thanksgiving thanksgiving turkey You know, enough staying in shape, you know, that'll keep you sharp, fucking eating right, you know, speaking, speaking, eating turkey, you wanna, you wanna know what I ate for Thanksgiving, it's... What'd you have? So, so good, but it was so bad, I made a, so I made a, some pork carnita enchiladas, <laughs> like, so much cheese, like, so much, like, mozzarella and Colby Jack, you know, it was good, I mm-hmm. sealed the wrap shut with the Colby Jack, you know, it was good, it's like grilled cheese almost. And they were just fat fucking things. I just ate two of them. You know, it was good. And I had some chicken nuggets, buffalo sauce on there. Buffalo, wow. Yeah, it was good. And you I, made all this stuff from scratch? It, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I had some pancakes. I started the day off, though, with some pancakes. Like some nice. Some raspberry pancakes. pancakes. Yeah. That's nice. And uh, what, what did I, what was my dessert? Oh, I got like sea salt blue bunny ice cream. That shit is the bane. I eat it too much. And I go through phases when I want sugar. And right now I'm in a sugar phase. Oh, yeah. Well, it's winter. So, you know, you you burn calories just by being cold. True. Which explains why drinking goes so well. Because, like, just of all the sugar that's in alcohol. And beer especially. Yeah. Well, and is it... There's a lot of sugar as well as it turns to sugar. Is that also it? Right? Because carbs just turn to sugar, right? Yeah, even though it lowers your body temperature, it also makes you feel warmer. So is it's it just uh, is I think hard. I think like vodka famously kind of makes you feel a little warm. You know, yeah. like whiskey too. But it's yeah. you know, but it's you know, you're also giving yourself brain damage and lowering your temperature in the middle of winter. So yeah, sure. <laughs> Explains why all those Russians were just throwing themselves at the Germans during you know 1944. Like goddamn fucking. Mm-hmm. Fucking cold, retarded savages. What? Cold. That's right, I said it. The Soviet-era Russian soldiers on on the Eastern Front were cold, retarded savages. Oh, and they, they, were, were, they were called it. They were called it. Gotcha. I, yeah, by Germans, I, by I'm Germans, sure. I'm calling yeah. them. I'm calling them oh, you're that You're also right calling now. them yeah, that? It's... Dude, I learned... Uh, I'm okay. Uh, yes. I learned... Uh, so, my roommate Alex is Russian, and he was telling me how his uncle, back when... Uh, in like maybe it was World War I don't know I fucking know and uh, it was like there'd be two Russians to one gun and you would run with the guy who behind him and then like you would take his gun when he died 
Yeah, like, that's how he maybe died. Yeah, that was, or maybe that was World War Two. Yeah. yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, it was. It was that was that's crazy. Yeah, that was like before Russian industry caught up, like during the initial wave of Barbarossa. You know, would, would, could you? How would you do in war? Oh, probably terrible. I uh, I tried joining the military a couple times actually. And it Did was they just, turn you down? Uh, first time, yeah, because <laughs> I because uh, I got caught smoking weed. You know, okay, was, well, here's the cool thing: reason. I could have I could have beat the test. I probably could have, like, it, you know, like, I had already, like, been the whole, but, like, they, they kind of talked me into, you know, they kind of figured, like, you did something like that, you did, and I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, I, I smoked weed, like, what, like, three weeks ago, and I'm like, ah, oh, you son of a bitch, you could have gotten away with it, I'm like, god damn it, I knew it, like, well, then, yeah, yes, you're very, uh, yeah. truthful. Yeah, that that's that's been that was my honesty, uh, and that, that was for, that was like a pretty sweet job with the Marines too, because I scored really high in my ASVAB, so they're gonna put me in charge of like chemical weapons. Jesus, <laughs> yeah. I thought we couldn't use those. No, 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 more just like the identifying them, you know, okay. like uh, like it was nuclear, chemical, biological, radiological. And then they tacked on an extra letter after a while. That was like uh, why didn't you study that at Kent uh, State? Uh, Why do you uh, study English instead of all this really interesting stuff? Uh, I don't know. I, I think my life, my life plan at the time was to kind of follow in Hemingway's footsteps and nice. like you know learn you know learn English. Kill yourself with this shotgun? No, not that far. <laughs> no, like that's no. Cool. <laughs> no, no. More, more, more likely kill, accidentally kill myself with a you know nuclear dust or something. You nice. know, like oh shit, I got some yellow cake in my underwear. You know, mm-hmm. like something mm-hmm. stupid like that. Uh, but, you know, but I guess, uh, I guess you can't smoke weed once in a while when you're dealing with, uh, weapons of mass destruction that don't exist in another country. Um, boom, we roasted. Uh, they were already stoned. Yeah. Uh, those kind of calls. And then, uh, and then a couple years later, I tried again, uh, with the army because uh, you can actually pick your job. And mm. then, uh, for some reason, like the toss up was between like, uh, even though I scored high enough on the ASVAB, like, uh, they didn't have like any of the jobs I wanted. So I was only stuck with the cool ones that like I didn't want. The cool ones? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, like, like, like combat heavy ones, like, like tank, like tank driver, which I, they were telling me that would like that would probably, would have probably been something I, like would have been really nice. Like. Uh, Would you have gone into action? Uh, possibly. I don't know. Actually, the one that I really wanted was a human intelligence uh, coordinator. Uh, I think that was their human. I know the words human intelligence was in there. HI. It's kind of like HR. No. Um, I'm gonna. Uh, oh yeah, we did a. It's like HR for the background. Ta- it's like HR for uh, the Taliban. No, yeah. no. It was more just like you know you would, you sometimes you go into the field. Sometimes I guess you wouldn't. Uh, but like. You know, basically, you would like you would just, I guess, collect intelligence by talking to people or whatever and analyzing. I guess it was more sociological, you know, than anything. And then you would just like develop either outreach programs or like talk to your soldiers, like, hey, um, so I found out something interesting. Uh, apparently, there's rumors uh, a guy is building bombs at this house. Maybe you want to take a look at that. Uh, but aside from that, yeah, if you guys just want to have more Girl Scout cookie runs, I think that would really uh, build the community <laughs> a little more. You know, it's, yeah. a lot of the elders were complaining about that we didn't have another cookie drive like we did last year. You know, uh, I probably uh, it's it's been years, so I'm getting the whole job description probably like half wrong at least. Uh, so I'll take everything I say with a grain of salt here, folks. Uh, but then I ended up basically. Uh, 
you know, but I took so long, like, waiting on, like, my, you know, you know, waiting out, you know, trying to find, like, the right job that eventually I was just stuck with infantry. Uh, which, you know, at the time, you know, wasn't, like, the worst thing, really, because they had, like, a really nice uh, bonus. I think it was, like, a, at least a few thousand dollars if you made an X amount of days in service. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, like, the way they were describing it's like, you know, and that's not the end of the world because you guys usually get out, like, uh, like, you know, like, so, I mean, sometimes they'll, they'll have you in the field for like a whole fucking month just on an exercise. But like, if it's just like a regular day, you basically just eat shit for like eight to 10 hours, but then you just get to go home. Cause you're not, you're not doing anything important. Really. You're just learning how to kill people. And uh, you're, damn, so you're just going there to work out and then go home and pretty much. Yeah, where, yeah. Are you, where are you? What's home? Is home like, uh, an like your bear? Either your barracks, or, you, or like if you're lucky enough and you're in the service long enough for them to trust you, you you know you can get your you know your own off base housing or whatever. Huh. Uh, you know, uh, but like I didn't get like I made through most of training. Uh, then the last week, uh, I completely fucked up. Like. Because, like, I couldn't, uh, I just couldn't throw hand grenades. I just wasn't good at throwing things far enough. And that's, like, a requirement, or it was when I was trying to go in. And top of that, like, uh, I received some minor but still problematic, like, injuries, stress, fact, or stress fractures on my hip from just carrying all the heavy-ass gear and not having a chance to really recover. Uh, like, I could have made it through, but it would have led to the way the doctor was explaining it. It's like, yeah, this is going to turn into something serious. Like, I could have taken a convalescent leave and, like, fixed myself up a little bit. Yeah. But then the third reason uh, was I didn't want to, like, I just did not want to get, like, thrown all the way to the beginning of training or, like, or any of that just because I did not want to deal with the dumb fucking kids. Yeah. Because I was, like, 24, 25 at the time, and I was just surrounded by 17 and 18-year-olds all from, like, the most uneducated parts of the country because that's where they're that's where they come from like like half these motherfuckers were like did not understand like basic concepts like wordplay mm-hmm. like i told uh like my bunk mate like hey dude you're kind of close-minded because he was saying like some really stupid shit like, and he turns around at me and he's like close-minded what does my t-shirt have to do with anything Clothes, oh, and he's like grabbing his his own t shirt. Like, what do you mean, like clothes? And I'm like, what? You know how? What's Damn. the opposite of when a door is open, motherfucker? Like, yeah, damn. Like, uh, damn. nice guy. He was just you know dumb. Uh, he, also did, he also confided that he did meth in high school, like uh, one time. But I was just like, dude, uh, uh, <laughs> he's an odd guy, you know. Dan, if you're listening, you know. You're good. You're better than me. You made it through. Uh, what made you want to join the army? As well as like, uh, was there? It was it the after or uh, security and also like it was the it was the Hemingway thing, but also security. Uh, you know, I figured it would probably help out with my student loans, and you know, if I wanted to go back to school for like my masters or whatever, I could yeah. do that. Yeah. So it was like a long play. Yeah, it was a long play that just did not work out. You know, like just you know, you got almost to the finish line. And I realized, oh, this was completely not for me at all i wasted i literally this is the one time the drill sergeants were actually right like i literally wasted everyone's time like <laughs> so they just they say that to everyone like they, they freely admitted it that yeah. like yeah it's just a motivational tool but that was the one time we were like dude no you're actually like you should go home like <laughs> no for real yeah it was a uh, it was sad though because it was like i was glad to be home but at the same time i was like god damn it you know it's pinned up everything in there like even broke up my girlfriend uh you know who's well like in love with and everything to go in there it was just 
I really did feel like I completely fucked up my life in that moment. Now, obviously, I didn't. It could always get worse. Mm-hmm. But it was just, you know, it was just one of my lower moments. Sure. Just goes to show you, you know, like you don't have to, you don't have to eat a gun to live that Hemingway lifestyle. Sometimes, no, sir. Sometimes you just got to shoot yourself in the foot, metaphorically. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just limp along. Yeah, just limp along. I did almost get shot in the head once, I think, in trading. You know, that, that was fun. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah, it was like when they, they make you crawl. It's called Nick at Night, where they uh, where they make you... Uh, it's a live fire exercise. You, you crawl through the muddy fields, and like you're under barbed wire. Well, not real barbed wire, but it's, you know, it's simulated. You know, they, the Army's pushed out a little bit in their training <laughs> over the years. They freely admit it. Uh, how hazing has calmed down for uh, fraternities. Kinda, yeah, but and you know, and there's no real danger really, even with the live fire, because the machine guns are angled, so like the fire cuts just above. Like you would literally have to stand up and fucking. But every now and then, there's like a bullet drop that just so they still tell everyone to like keep you seriously, keep your heads down, because sometimes this shit happens. Well, one of that sh- one of that almost happened to me because I'm crawling along behind someone, and then they kick me in the head, and I'm like, hey, stop kicking me in the head, and I'm like. Oh, hey, it's Nick. And then he just actually starts kicking me in the head on purpose. That's a funny joke. <laughs> yeah, like, what a piece of shit, though. Because, uh, like, on one of those kicks, like, my head actually, like, kind of went up just enough to where, like, I felt it, like, I kind of cracked Bullets behind. were going above you? Uh, that one. That that one bullet. Real did. bullets? Uh, yeah. Like I said, it was a live fire exercise. That's Dude. what it means, live round. Like, I thought you meant there was fire everywhere. No, 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 no. That would have been reckless. Uh, sure. Yeah, we set this forest on fire, but you have to crawl through it. Uh, you crawl through the hot mud. No, no, no. It's cold. Very cold mud. One mm-hmm. one guy got a one guy got a parasite in his dick. Nice. <laughs> that poor guy. He was like the nicest guy. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He couldn't he couldn't jerk off for weeks. Not that he was doing it anyway, but now it, he just didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, that poor guy. He he was cool though. He was he was a marine. Uh, but yeah, it was like it was just happening. Like most of the again, like I said, you would have had to stand up and do jumping jacks to you know to even be remotely get hit by most of the bullets flying. But I was right, like that one in a hundred bullet just happened to like whoo. That's for crazy. some fucking reason. I've yeah, that or I imagined it, but I feel like you know you just you don't just imagine that shit, right? Like, I, I mean, I I was just gonna say I've never had a bullet almost hit me. I've never I've never had a real gun pointed at me. Yeah, it wasn't traumatizing at all. By the way, like, I, I just I just kept going. So kudos for to me for not shitting my pants. Sure, but. my dad uh, one time uh, shot me in the leg with a um, handball gun. Uh, well, did, sorry for leaving you on the edge of that like cliff, um, cliffhanger. There it is. Uh, but yeah, he he was showing uh, our friends how to like use in a paintball gun. Uh, safely and he injected <laughs> to me he's like this is what you do so you you don't want to point it at people but like this is what happens when the safety's off and this is what happens when the safety's on and he clicked it on and then he shot and it hit me in the leg and it was so the safety was actually on. aiming at your no like, it was like a distant away from me so it was kind of like one of those funny movie shots where if it's like a really wide angle like and then in the distance Someone just goes, and then falls, kind of thing. It's kind of like that. And like I, I was looking at the pond that we had in our backyard, and I fell. I was like, ah! Oh! You know, because, uh, have you ever done the paintball? Uh, yeah, I used so to you do airsoft, well, right? So, you know? uh, yeah. That, that, yeah, so that, that was pretty funny. That was, I've had like a fake gun in a 
short film be pulled on me, uh, but and it looked real. My dad told me he didn't like that. Oh, oh, I shot, I accidentally shot a guy during a training exercise. Not with a real gun, but well, it was a real gun, but not real bullets. Like what was in it? It was a. Uh, it's kind of like paintball. It's like. It's like simulated ammunition where it's just it's it's basically just paintball, but like it hurts more because it's and, more. But doesn't splatter. Uh yeah, you, no, it, it splatters a little oh, bit, gotcha. you know. But you, you, they still make you be careful with it. They gotcha. either so in training for, uh, for combat training when you have the rifles and whatnot. Uh, so like they either have you do it with blanks where you know, whatever you see like movies or or pictures or whatever like the people with, like the yellow thing screwed yeah. on the end of their barrels. I forget what those are called, but it's supposed to like catch the blanks that you're firing. Oh. Side note: If you ever have to fire one of those fucking things, you have to clean it, clean out the gun extensively after because it's just a fucking mess inside there. It's gonna get gunked up. It's all gunky. Ugh. Uh. Anyway, uh. So yeah, that's your fun fact for the day, folks. And then all, and then there's the simulated ammunition, which, as I just mentioned, is basically like a mix between paintballs and airsoft pellets. Mm. Uh. So like. So we were basically so we were trying to do an exercise where what happens if there's a guy in a tower or an elevated position with a machine gun and he knows what he's doing? How do you advance through an urban environment to take him <laughs> out? Blah blah blah. So we had this plan where we would infiltrate between like two buildings and kind of coming at a pincer, but it's just almost no one knows what they're doing except for like the two uh, the two veteran guys who actually coincidentally used to be Marines, oh, right. but they're embedded in two different squads and they weren't coordinating either because we didn't have radios. So we're all just basically stuck inside the buildings and doing all the th- exact things they were telling us not to do. Like say, for instance, having eight of us stacked up inside of a narrow hallway with an open door with a guy actively shooting into our fucking like uh, <laughs> position to suppress us uh-huh. where it's like, Hey, you know, they could throw a grenade in there and we're all like, what? They'll stick together. Okay. So, like, so I'm at the head of the stack, and I'm trying to tell everyone behind me, like, hey, maybe move move back. Like, maybe this isn't such a good idea. And they're like, shut the fuck up, man. Okay. And I'm, like, trying to communicate to the people from across from me. With hand signals? Yeah. I'm like, hey, like, hey, you're friendly, right? Like, what are we doing here? No one told me the fucking plan. And then they're like, look at this guy. And it looked like they were pointing their weapon at me. So I'm like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm asking the people behind me. Hey, is that the other squad, or or is that the guy we're actually trying to shoot? And then, as I'm saying this, like suddenly there's incoming fire, uh-huh. like you know, and, you know, it hits the wall next to me, and I'm like, oh shit, that that must be the guy. And so I shot him, and it turns out that was the that was the other veteran. But he shot at you. Uh, no, no, it was that he might have shot at me, or it also just might have been the again the suppressive fire coming from the drill sergeant uh-huh. who was just taking pot shots at us. I see. Uh, and it could have just been a ricochet, but anyway, so it was a good shot too. I got him like, right between the eyes. Like, wow, are you wearing just, a mask or no? Uh, I, I believe we were wearing uh, safety glasses. Yeah, so huh. like, so like, so I was like, like this, just like at low port, you know, like, you know, is that the enemy? And, oh shit, that was a shot. Like I, like yeah. I just like immediately like. Do you get know, yelled at? Uh, no, no, no one. I mean, he, uh, like, the guy, the guy who did, uh, fucking get shot, though, he came up to me after, he was like, hey, you're the one who shot me, right? Like, oh, yeah, sorry, man, you 
know, as I, I don't mean to, but hey, you gotta admit, out of everyone else here, I'm the only one with a confirmed kill. So do you have a good, are you good with the gun? Do you, you mean to hit him in the middle of the eyes? Uh, I meant to hit him, it just happened to be a good shot, you know, but like, uh. So you're not like an, you're not like a sharpshooter? No, no, I'm not, I'm not a sharpshooter. There, there was like, uh, I'm, I'm slightly above average, I will say, uh. Although I will contest on the final exam, because I, I had been practicing and advocating for more uh, range time, by the way, at mm. this point. And I felt I had gotten good enough to at least skate into expert level, which is, like, I think, like, 30 targets in a row out of 40 or whatever. And, of course, like, 40 would be, like, fucking uh, top-tier level or whatever. Mm. Uh, if I'm assuming I'm getting my ranks right. Uh, but then the fucking, you know, half the targets were broken on that day, so you would actually shoot at them, and then they just wouldn't go off, unless you put, like, five rounds in there, but then that's your entire magazine. So then it's just, so then, you know, I just barely skate by and on regular pussy-ass marksman level, which is, like, first rank. Uh-huh, I just, know, I, just yeah, barely I passing, like. Okay. Good to know. They, yeah. those, those people are pussies. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, and, like, four, and four people got that's, like that. That's an official ranking? Basic. Uh, uh, I forget what the actual, like, mark, like, the okay. shooter, like, rank range levels are, but it's, like, there's, like, three ranks from, you know, from what I remember at uh, just regular army infantry. Mm-hmm. Like, they, if I remember correctly, it's, like, uh, marksman, which is, like, you know, just, hey, you passed, you know, uh, expert, which is, okay, you're all right. And then the final one, which I forget, uh, which is like, okay, you're a legitimately good shot. Let me buy you a beer. And like, you actually can, they give you a fucking token, apparently, where you just, you go down at certain bars and people know what that is. And they're like, all right, uh, here's a PBR or, you know, (laughs) or whatever. Nice. Yeah. PBR. Yeah. I'll I'll imagine the life I could have lived. Do you, yeah, are you happy killer. with it? Are you happy with where you're at? Uh, at? At 49 minutes, are you happy? Where are you uh, at? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like... You know, here's the thing. I feel like if I had done comedy first and then tried to join the army, I probably would have had a slightly better constitution for it. Mm. Like, I could have put up with the bullshit more and then allowed myself to be recycled and actually f- finish with training. Uh, but now that at this point, even though now, like, I'm guess, as you can say, I have tough, you know, tough enough skin and now I just don't want to do it. You know, like, you know, like I'm, I'm 20, I'm 28, going to be 29 in a couple of months, two months. And I'm like, I'm just not like, like, like I, you know, like I'm already starting to see some signs of wear and tear. You, You put fucking storming the beaches of Normandy into that equation and suddenly you're looking at the you know you're looking at a broken man just five years down the road yeah. and that's where I would see myself five years from now like if, if, you, I, if I had joined up with the army well and so you decided not to do that yeah, that's good so, I mean if I get drafted all you know anytime soon I'll y'all walk I don't into think that you would get drafted would you or because you have interest you expressed interest you might get drafted uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm somewhere on the registry and, and, and I think the army lets you in there up until like 30 between 30 and 34 as long as you're in good shape uh, anyway um, so, the, so there was a third question I wanted to ask you on a scale of 1 to 10 uh how delusional do you think you are? Now, one being uh, absolutely like in the land of crazy, 
uh, and ten uh, not. Practical, essentially. Like instead of delusional, is that the answer? Yeah, like like, it, like or grounded or whatever the fuck or like. Re- or no, I, I got it the other way around. Like ten being most and one being not. So ten is super delusional. Yes, and and one is not at all. Yeah, sorry, folks, it's marijuana again. Um. You know, like, I'm not, like, like okay, on the spectrum, I would put, like, Disney people, right? People who love Disney. I would put them, like, a nine. That's, like, delusion. <laughs> people who like Disney movies, like... No, 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 people who, like, love going to Disney a lot. No, <laughs> but I don't... But that's not really true. I don't know, because okay, I, so, I have friends So, do you, you like going to Disney a lot? Is that what you're trying to do? No, tell no, me? no, I don't like going to Disney a lot. I think that, no... I think there's people who go people who go to Disney like four times a year. That's a level of of something, and I, I would put that at nine on the scale. Okay. I would put people who are actually not in their right head so at you're, ten. You're avoiding are, this question. Are sit- so. I'm just trying to. I'm just giving you my understanding of the scale. Okay. All so right. that when I give you my answer, because I'm also vamping, like I'm trying to figure out what am I. And so I'm working out of my head. Well, okay, I'm not Sid Barrett. Sid Barrett would be 10. You know Sid Barrett, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. Pink, He's 10. Pink Floyd. Yeah, yeah, crazy. All right. One is, like, I'm happy working this job, like a, a, like a normal job for the rest of my life, right? Like, that's that's a one. That's no delusion. I'm a hard worker. I will not be an artist. I will maybe do some painting at home, but, you know, that's just for me. I'll, I'll drink with my wife, and we'll have a dog and and that's like one right all right right. i don't think i'm on the extremes i i'm i'm i might be a dead split like five or six okay do you do you want more or you no that's good so that's how you see yourself well i think uh i think you're i think you're a nine for having such a low opinion of disney you clearly are lost inside yourself dude uh, i think you should book yourself a trip to disneyland resort I can't do it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I wish I could do some more time, but uh, okay. I feel feel like I should probably walk the dog. And you can I have dog. to. Uh, my roommate has a dog, but he's yeah. gone for the week. Uh, so, and uh, I have to take a shit. So okay. I'm gonna go ahead and walk you on out of here. For not so. sure. Okay. Well, thank you for having me on. Uh, check out Absurd Junk. We got some fun stuff happening. Thank you for having me on. Oh yeah, good to have you around. Great. All right. See you around, bud. I hope that heard that.